Hey, welcome to the Original Brew Collective podcast. Thanks for joining us. And if you are just tuning in for the first time, um, each week we review a different beer from sometimes the same, but oftentimes a different brewery each week. And then we discuss a variety of topics that we call our brewery talk. Yeah. And um, this week, what are we drinking this week? This this week, we're drinking another one from Burning Barrels. We've reviewed them before. Ben mentioned, you know, occasionally the breweries will overlap, but the beers will always be different. So this week we're doing Burning Barrel. Um, we are drinking Nutty Barista from Burning Barrel, which is a uh, um, a milk stout. It is, yeah. So it's a it's a latte inspired milk stout, mm. and I think it's cool too because um, I found out that Burning Barrel they try to not have or like their goal is to not have a flagship beer, mm. and so eat like they their goal is to like always have like new stuff and have like rotating handles through all their beers. I guess they did say like they'll, if something like a brew is like really popular that they'll bring yeah. it back, you know, um, occasionally, but like, that's not, that's not their goal. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. That it's not, cool. it's not it's typical. Different. It's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most breweries, you know, you can go to and, you know, have a, an awareness of what they're typically going to have on tap. They have their like flagship IPA or flagship, you know, stout or something. And so it's interesting that they take a different approach. Uh, they're trying to always be mixing it up. Yeah. It's cool. You never know what you're going to get, I guess, when you go there. Mm-hmm. So it is cool. It could be the only time that we ever have this one. I know. That's It's actually kind of exciting. Yeah. This could be the one and only time. Yeah. This could be one of you know a handful of cans that yeah. they ever will release for this one. Yeah. So that's it's pretty exciting. Um, and so Burning Barrel is like a very, very new brewery. So they started yeah. in July 2018. They actually opened on my birthday. Oh wow! July, July 28th. I bet it was for your birthday. <laughs> it probably was. It I probably didn't, was. I wasn't invited. I didn't. I didn't go. <laughs> so. It must have gone to your junk mail. Yeah, you know? <laughs> definitely. The Evite. Yeah. Um, so they're they're really new, and it's a father and son own it, and they're in Rancho Cordova, and this is like I've I've still only had one beer from them, but I wasn't disappointed, and so I'm excited to try this one. Today. Yeah, the uh, other beer we had was Cashmere King. Cashmere King. Yeah, which mm-hmm. was, a, was a, an IPA. It was a good beer. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited about this one. Um, without further ado, let's crack it open. Let's do it. So for those of you who are currently listening with us and not watching on YouTube, once again, we're drinking Nutty Beerista from Burning Barrel Brewing Company in Rancho Cordova, California. This is a milk stout coming in at 6.5 ABV brown can label with an espresso machine that features a beer tap handle. All right, so now that we have the beer poured out into our tecus, um, we're taking a look. Once again, this is the Nutty Beerista from Burning Barrel in Rancho Cordova. Um, the color on this one is pretty dark. Um, there is dark. A, a slight coffee tone to it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so not 100% black, um, but it looks, you know, it has like a slight brown hue yeah coffee hue mm-hmm. yeah and the the head retention on this one is a uh, pretty solid actually yeah it was good for a, for a lighter stout yeah for a stout in general i guess yeah um, i thought so and you give it a swirl i don't know if you can see that if you're watching with us you can see that it's coating the glass a bit leaving a layer um so that's a good sign i will quality beer i will say too i know we're about to to put it on the nose but i remember in our previous episode that we reviewed um cashmere king by burning barrel yeah you could smell it like while I was just at the table. And I feel like I can kind of smell this from here too. So their yeah. beers, they have nice aromas. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely, I mean, just from this far away from my, you know, a foot away from my glass, I, I can smell mm-hmm. some coffee notes. Yeah, through. definitely. But let's uh, not keep our noses a foot away. Let's stick let's our noses not. into the glass. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Jeez. 
I mean, definitely coffee. Um, hazelnut. Getting vanilla. Yeah, too. vanilla. I almost, I know there's there shouldn't be any maple in this one, but I almost feel like Whoa, yeah. a little bit of maple. Definitely. I, def- mm-hmm. I smell that too. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm getting the coffee, the hazelnut, um, some sweetness of the vanilla, but also um, some maple. And I, as far as I know, no maple went into this. Hmm. But it does have notes of maple to me. Yeah, I think it smells. It smells really good. And this is this is a latte inspired milk stout. So, but it's like the smell is like on point mm-hmm. with with that. Like, yeah, this smell. Sm- it smells like a latte. It smells really good. And I actually, I really like hazelnut lattes too. So this is, I'm excited to try this because I do. I get the hazelnut, and that's very like maple, dude. I really get that. Yeah, I don't know if I would have like. That's interesting. Um, picked up on that, but now that you you said it, like I can definitely get that. Let's uh, let's give it a taste. Let's do it. Mm. This is good. It's um, so I'm not getting so much maple on the taste though. Mm-mm. Um, a little bit of hazelnut. It tastes kind of like. Coffee latte. It tastes like, like a so latte. So what they're going for, they hit. So I, w- I would say um, it has like a really good aftertaste. Yeah. You know, like the upfront. with you. Yeah, the upfront taste is kind of, um, it's light, but then like when after, like at the back end, it, yeah, it definitely sticks with you. Mm-hmm. So I would say to me, like a description that's coming to mind for me, like what I would compare this to is like, I mean, a latte, but a latte with like an extra shot of coffee. Because I think some lattes are very, like, yeah. sweet, like if like at Starbucks or whatever. This is not overly sweet. No, it's not overly sweet. But So I, I like getting an extra shot in my mm. latte, like if I get a latte. And mm. that's what this is reminding me of, is, like, it has that coffee flavor for sure. Yeah. And I it's really good. I like those comparisons when, like, either we're able to do it or I hear someone describing a beer that I haven't had and they're able to compare it to certain things mm-hmm. that are more relatable rather than us kind of just trying to pinpoint what notes we're yeah. getting and just let people know but that's a good comparison i i think that's pretty spot on it tastes like a latte and if you do add an extra shot mm-hmm. but not like overly you know lattes to begin with are kind of sweet so mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's not adding that extra shot it's not we're not implying that it's overly bitter Mm-mm. at Mm-mm. all it's still sweet it is yeah you definitely get the sweetness but it's just it's more so like because i'm mostly getting a coffee flavor mm-hmm. to it but with that sweetness on the back end back end of it but gosh man this i really like this yeah i really like this really good because i do smooth. like are you getting the hazelnut at yeah, all i am yeah for sure i'm getting more hazelnut than i am vanilla mm-hmm. um so it's more of like yeah, a, i feel like that's kind of what the um taste that is left is like hazelnut mm-hmm. yeah 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 you definitely uh the take the fl- uh, with this one i feel like when i take that first sip like ben kind of you know said it, it like it kind of just, the flavor gradually grows and builds um, during your sip, and then it just lingers with hazelnut mm-hmm. for this one. Really good. Yeah, and this is 6.5 ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, lighter, I don't want to I don't want to say light mouthfeel. Um, it definitely is, you know, a, a solid medium mouthfeel, but um, lighter in a sense, like if you, we've reviewed, if you watched the pre- previous episodes where we've reviewed stouts, one of the stouts we reviewed was the Lush from Moxa, and that's an 11 point something abv stout super good um that i mean those heavier stouts well sokola was 13.1 percent sokola was really good yeah Yeah. and i feel like those tend to have thicker heavier like 
mouth yeah. to those. I will say though, like I, I mean, I know we we know that this is six point five. Yeah, yeah, six point five. Um, but it doesn't. It's like it still because t- I like I like stouts that have like that heavier mouthfeel, you know. And I feel like this kind of is at least hinting at that, you know. Like it is. I still More get so it than like others it, that I've had. From yeah, milk stouts. Yeah, it doesn't taste. It's not super light. Um, it it's coating really nicely. And I would say I would go as far as to say medium, medium heavy. I would say yeah, um, I would say that too. Because I've had milk stouts that I are just lacking yeah. in, in the in the mouthfeel for me mm-hmm. personally. And this one for going into it knowing how I've had my experience with milk stouts and the mouthfeel for those milk stouts, this is a got a this is I feel like that's kind of impressive. Feel. Yeah. For sure. I mean like for that percentage and then the mouthfeel that it is, it's like mm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um I 100% agree. Yeah, this is the mouthfeel is medium, medium heavy. And it's really good. Like we said, getting a lot of coffee and hazelnut. Yeah, we'll see if it changes flavors. Yeah. Um, I think that this happens a lot whenever we have a stout or something with vanilla in it. I think when it opens up, we start to get more of the vanilla. Um, we've said that before. You know, as it opens up, it, as it warms up, um, flavors might change a little bit. So mm-hmm. uh, hoping that we get more complexity, more vanilla in this one. But right now, so far, it's a really good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. Ben said that they... they Sometimes we'll only brew a beer once, so maybe they'll brew this one again. If they do, I would be willing to buy it again. Yeah, I'd definitely get this one again. Yeah. It's kind of sad that it's like the only time. <laughs> Damn you, Burning Barrel! <laughs> yeah. So if you've watched with us before, you are familiar that we each week have a new topic. Um, we call it Brewery Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, ben has planned a Brewery Talk today. I have. So what are we, uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, so today we are talking about... We're going to talk about world records, mm. and I'm like really excited. I think... I think I found some some good ones. And so this is kind of like the format, like I'm thinking. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. There's like absolutely no way like Robert's going to be able to guess like <laughs> world record numbers. But I thought it'd be fun just to see like what you would think. Yeah. You know, compared to like what it actually is. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's safe to assume like that would be crazy if you knew like the exact answer to a lot okay. of these. So just, just throwing that out there. But I do have... Like a few questions, and so I'll have you guess. Okay, guess them, and if you're if you're listening, if you're watching, uh, feel free to play along. Like what what you think it would be, um, but you'll guess, and then I have like I think I have like five that are just like really weird or like interesting ones okay. that I'll just go through. Cool. But, um, so question number one, and if you're watching, I'm, I have the questions on my phone just because I didn't remember all of them. But number one is what beer has the highest alcohol content, or what is the highest percentage in a beer? Like a, uh, you know, just I, ever. I, I think I, okay. So it's probably not this beer, but I think Sam Adams makes a beer and it's like, it costs a couple hundred dollars. I think and it comes hmm. in this like bronze copper looking Ooh, that's cool. bottle. And I know that one's crazy high percentage. Um, I'm going to just get for a beer. I mean, I feel like there's, it can't be higher than like hard liquor, which is going to be like 40%. Some you know some lower percentage liquors like thirty five, mm-hmm. but let's go with let's go extreme. I mean, go big or go home. So seventy two percent. No, it's uh, I liked how you're thinking about that though. It was fifty. It's fifty five percent. Okay, so fifty five percent is the highest beer, and it's by a brewery in Scotland, mm. and it's this um, brewery's called Brew Dog. And the beer itself is called... Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know. You heard of them? Yeah. And They're the, huge. Yeah. The beer itself is called The End of History, and they've only bottled 
12 bottles of this 55%. And I want to say, I have it actually, 600 or $765 for a bottle. I wasn't asking you the price. Yeah, $765. And for some reason, they put the bottles in taxidermy animals. That's disgusting. It's weird. But like, they actually, it doesn't look disgusting. Like, so it's like little squirrels that have the bottle like in their mouth. And they, like, okay. dress the squirrels up, and then, like, woodland creatures. Okay, so I was thinking, when you said that, I wasn't thinking that there was any bottle involved. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, they would take a little woodland creature and fill its belly. Oh, no. And <laughs> tax no. belly with beer. And so you pour it out of the squirrel. Oh, my goodness. You know I mean? No, no, no. That's not so that's bad. much better. Yeah, it's like it looks like a little cute stuffed animal. Yeah. Okay. Thing. But I, I thought that was inter- like weird. That, that is really that. weird. Yeah. But that kind of I uh, ups the value. Yeah, you know, and to to so, me, but I there's think, only twelve. Like, you know, it's more unique. That's yeah, and that also obviously creates some hype around it, which people are going to yeah. pay more for that. Um, Brewdog actually has the first craft beer airline. Yeah, that you you can fly, and it's like they serve craft beer on See, it. See, they're doing cool things. Yeah, and they also have a craft beer hotel. Um, at least one. Oh, that's Brewdog. Yeah, it's Brewdog. That. So they have like um, oh, mini fridges fun. in the wall, like for your, next to the shower, so you could have shower beer and then you know, dude, we should go to taps Brewdog. in your hotel room. And That'd be so fun. I've seen that video. Yeah, that's cool. Um, second question: What has been the most expensive bottle of beer? So, like price. Guess the price of what you think it would be. Oh, that one was already like I don't even remember now. Six hundred and like seventy five. Seven sixty five. Seven sixty five. Oh, okay. Well, it was, yeah. It was, I literally swapped two numbers. <laughs> yeah. Seven sixty five. So I'm going to guess. I can't imagine one going up to two grand. So I'm going to guess like around a thousand dollars. Obviously, I'm not going to guess the right number. So I'm just going to say a thousand dollars. Okay. The most expensive bottle of beer has cost sixteen thousand dollars. So I was a little bit off. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But so this beer, it's um, it's lowbrow lager. And that's that's what the beer is called. And it was recovered from um, wreckage of a German ship that was flying over a lake in New Jersey. And that like, um, so like I'm guessing scuba divers went down to like yeah. e- explore the wreckage and everything. And they found the bottle of beer and it was still like sealed. And so like the content of it was still in there. So that's crazy. It's not just a bottle of beer. It's like history mm-hmm. too. So yeah. like I can see like. Like kind of like art as well. Like you, if you had said like, "Oh, this is a beer that survived an explosion and was a part of the, like this." Yeah, I don't know. No, that's really so. Cool. It has that value too. Um, but that's the most expensive bottle of beer. It's ever been sold. Sixteen thousand. It's a lot of money. That's a lot. Okay, okay. If they drank it. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Maybe maybe one day. I don't know. Maybe like. I don't know. On deathbed, whoever bought it. Yeah. Like, all right, bring me that beer. Bring me the bottle. <laughs> yeah. It's time. Um. Okay, so what is the largest amount of beer consumed in one session? I mean, I've seen some crazy videos on, like, YouTube or on Instagram, I think, where people are, like, just downing. I've seen a video where they took one of those, like, um, water jugs, like Alhambra, I think they're Alhambra, I don't know, these branded water jugs that they have, like, in, like, office water coolers, Mm -hmm. and they have cut it in half and then filled, took a six-pack or maybe more and put it like in it and then someone put their mouth on it and just it are dumped. you kidding i i kid you not no that's <laughs> yeah. insane so i yeah i know so and they're like chugging it, so it dumps all down so the one funnel it. it's basically they made that turn that jug into a funnel and then yeah. they're just downing yeah. that's pretty intense yeah so people so what are you guess for no reason um go with like can like yeah, amount i'm gonna of go cans. i'm gonna go ounces oh is it a number of cans or it's just it like ounces? a beer um it's the one that I found was like um, cans of beer. 
Okay. Cans of, or a bottle of beer. Actually, okay. You know, that's a different topic. Um, I feel like there's a celebrity. I want to say the Mountain from Game of Thrones. Like, drinks an insane amount of... I think, you're on, I think you're on to something. Oh, you know what? No, it was Andre the Giant. Andre you're the Giant. It, That's who it was. I knew That's, it was someone huge yep. from, like, movies or TV. Yep. Um, Andre the Giant holds a record, and it was, like, 120 cans of beer or something, Dude, right? Robert, I am so proud of you. Is it really? It's, it's 119. Oh, my gosh. That was one off. Dude, I, like, did not think you'd get that. Yeah, I heard that So, before. okay, so, Andre the Giant. Dude, that is so cool that you got that. So, it's Andre the Giant, and... Apparently, he, he told, like, this is just a little fun. I thought it was interesting. He told, like, his anesthesiologist, I don't know if that's how you say it, while like, going into surgery, that it takes two two liters of vodka for him to feel warm. So, but, so he, like, from him, himself, he was on David Letterman and admitted that he had drinking 119 beers in one session. But there's also, so that's what he claims. So yeah. that's, like, I mean, that's what is believed because that's what he claims but yeah. someone in wwe said that and claimed that they saw him drink 156 beers but that wasn't what andre the giant claimed and i yeah. think that was after that but so but if it was 156 beers that is one keg that's a 30 rack and two cans of beer that's crazy all by yourself dang yeah but dude you got that i'm so proud of you thanks man that was awesome how i wonder what the what the time span was what the time window was like was it a, i think it was day, um or? it was during the day and I'm, i want to say it was like six to seven hours so he was yeah. just he was, so i might be i might be able to do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was pounding um okay so if can you do the math real fast for me i'm sorry yeah uh how many 119 divided by less do you did, did, did you, you read divided by 60 it, did you read was it six to seven hours yeah. So that's two. Two an hour. That's it? I don't know. I'm that a... must have been wrong. Wait, math. no. I did that wrong. Yeah. I did that wrong. <laughs> 17 an hour. I mean, okay, that is a lot. 17 yeah. an hour. That's wow. crazy. <laughs> Can't um, do that. Can't okay, so um, I know Robert's mentioned this before, but Robert is quite the fan of ice cream. So I thought I'd do some ice cream themed ones just for you. Um you shouldn't have. <laughs> but I did. What is the most ice cream ever eaten at an ice cream eating competition? So this, it was with it was in um, six minutes. The competition was six minutes. So how much ice cream? And it's pints. How many pints were eaten in six minutes? Okay, how, this is such, I'm going to sound like an idiot. How, what, which one is the pint? A uh, pint, and you're not an idiot. I actually looked it up. Pint is like, that's like Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, so like the Haagen-Dazs. Yeah. That's what I go with. Yeah. It's Haagen-Dazs. Um. I used to be a Ben and Jerry's fan until I upgraded to Hagen Dazs. Mm-hmm. No offense, everyone else, but <laughs> Hagen Dazs is better. Um, okay, so I was thinking the half gallons, which are like the standard. You get like the big size of this, the big mm-hmm. ice cream. So we're talking. I was gonna guess someone might be able to even eat one of those in a minute thirty. You know, if they're mm-hmm. like crazy fast, yeah. and like are immune to brain freezes or something. So I don't know how many pints are in a three. So let's just go with... Uh, What's well, how many pints? And how many minutes? Six minutes? Six minutes. Three. Six minutes. Twenty? That's close. Mm. It's 16. How many is that a minute? <laughs> You're making me do all this math, man. Um, that is 0.2 a minute. Mm. Okay. I think. 
if I did that right. But so that was by Wait, point two. That's wrong. That's wrong. Math, I, I'm doing this wrong, and I have a calculator. Three point seven five. Okay. I'm just okay. doing it backwards. Um, and it was by Miki. I might be saying this wrong, but Miki Sudo. That sounds about right to me. At the <laughs> Indiana Fairgrounds, and mm-hmm. I looked up a picture of her, and she looks comp- like she's in shape. Yeah. I think a lot of like I feel like I've seen photos of the hot dog contest eating people. Yeah, they're, they're like, like shape. super skinny, and she's she's kind of like a like a petite girl, Good you know? Her. Yeah, I don't know, and she but she's a wish uh, I could eat that much ice cream and stay competitive eater, fit. Um, yeah, seriously. Um, how much does the world's largest ice cream sundae weigh? Hundred pounds. So it was fifty four thousand and nine hundred and fourteen pounds and thirteen ounces. Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that was in uh, Peabody, Massachusetts. Oh, no, it was actually in Canada, and they created the biggest ice cream sundae. Like, that's insane. Some ins- people just want to do random things. I know. Set these records. Um, okay, so uh, this next question, if you get any of the top five, I think you should get the point, all right? So okay. what is the highest grossing, like, album of all time? Music. Music album. Um... I don't know how much, like, what is high for that. Like, billion, million? So this is copies sold. Oh. Copies sold. Okay, so I'm not talking dollars. No, copies sold. Like, because there's inflation. Yeah, so that's also something I don't know. I don't know what makes a record platinum. A million. Oh, one million is platinum? Yeah. I know the Beatles hold records for stuff like that, I think. Michael Jackson maybe did, and... I think it's going to be over 100 million, but let's say 100 million. Well, who do you think it is? Oh, who the artist is? Yeah, who the artist. Okay, I'm going to say it's either the Beatles, Michael Jackson. Someone, I think someone beat their record recently. Maybe it was like hit songs or something like that, number of hit, number of top charts. So let's go with Michael Jackson. You get the point. Is it Michael? Michael Jackson is number two. Ah, so number one. Uh, number one is actually the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. They Their greatest hits album has sold 38 million copies. Is, I've listened to that album. That is a good album. Yeah. Michael Jackson's number two with Thriller, and that's okay. 33 million. Gosh. But the Eagles, is they're on their top three, too. Like, they're, like, first and then third. And then um, number four is Billy Joel, and then Led Zeppelin's number mm-hmm. five. So, Fun fact, Led Zeppelin, um, if you don't know, do you know how Led Zeppelin got their name? Um, I don't. Um, I don't know if it was a, or I think it might have been like someone from a record label. Um, someone told them maybe it was a producer. Someone told them when they listened to Led Zeppelin, they told them you're going to sink like a Led Zeppelin or mm. crash and burn like a Led Zeppelin. You know, obviously the Zeppelin was like a giant, a blimp, you know, back yeah. in the day. And so obviously a lead one is just going to mm-hmm. hit the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're like, we're going with that. That's and, cool. And they hold a record for some of the most. Yeah. That person was wrong. That person was very wrong. That's legit. Uh, okay, so what is the highest grossing movie of all time? I thought you'd possibly know this one. I think it used to be Titanic. And then... Did Avatar might have beaten it. Lord of the Rings could be up there, potentially. What's your final answer? I, th- I don't think it's Titanic. I think Titanic was up there, but I think it got beat. I feel like I do know this. I feel like it's been the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Last five. Maybe less than that. Or maybe more than that, I mean. Between five and ten. And it's the highest grossing? Yes. Uh, I'm going to kick myself when you tell me the answer. 
Okay. Because I know, I know it, but I'm gonna. I want to. I'm gonna go with Avatar for some reason. I feel like that beat like okay. Titanic or something. But Is that your final answer? Yeah. Robert, you don't have to kick yourself. It's Avatar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> so, do you have the list of the top five? No. Okay. But I think, this is what I think. It's Avatar, I know it's Titanic, because Avatar did beat Titanic, yeah. but same director, so that guy's loaded. It was? Yeah, James Cameron. Oh, wow, that's really, yeah. really so cool Yeah, so Avatar, Titanic, and then it's the Avengers Infinity War mm. is now number three, and um, I don't know the others, but... Yeah. Just to clarify, Avatar with the blue people. Yes. Not Avatar. Last year. Yeah. Which I was not a fan of. I saw the, the movie. I saw I Avatar really with the, the, the blue people. I saw that um, three times in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I never go see another, like a movie more than once. When in that theaters. one came out, I good. feel like a lot of people were seeing it in 3D too. And that was when like the whole 3D in the theaters it was, was like, like blowing up. Yeah. I, I feel like I heard stories of people getting sick. Really? From I saw it in 3D. 3D. I, wasn't, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it 3D. I've was, seen 3D movies and I'm fine. But yeah. Yeah. I remember when that came out. I don't love movies in 3D. I feel like those are kind of going away too. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you don't see them as much. But anymore. anyways, um, okay. So world record for longest time someone has held their breath. Mm. There's some like deep sea divers who can hold their breath for like six to ten minutes. So I'm gonna go with fifteen minutes. The record's twenty two minutes and twenty two seconds. That's crazy. But it is by a free diver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but twenty two minutes. That's insane. Like how? You know, surfers, professional surfers. Um, I don't know if they all do this, but I know there's a practice by some where they will like hold something to weigh them down, like a rock or something, and they'll just go down to the bottom um, of on the ocean floor and then just start like running and staying down there. And it just kind of obviously like it's an exercise, but also trains them if they get taken That's under crazy. the water, so that to help prevent them from actually drowning, they can they're training to hold their breath longer mm-hmm. for if they they crash and go under. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, another another little fun fact about Robert is he really likes cats. Robert really You do. Don't okay. I like cats, but I like dogs too. I know, but you like I'm cats. Not ex- I'm not exclusive. You're not, but I know cats. you like cats. So yep. um this is the last question. So what how much do you think like the world's heaviest cat ever to live? Oh, it might be my cat Mowgli. <laughs> Mogs. She's a we call her Mogs. Mm-hmm. Momo. She's a she's a big chunk. Heaviest cat to ever live. I mean Mowgli is fat, but she's tiny. Mm. And we we tried to put her on a diet. It doesn't work. Mm. Um, extra food. My wife tries to give her exercise and get her to like play and jump and chase the toy, and she calls it Operation Liftoff. <laughs> um, she doesn't get very far. Maybe like an inch. <laughs> That's why she doesn't do anything bad. She can't get on the counters. Like she can't hardly jump onto the bed. She's a good cat. Yeah, she's a great cat. Um, Thirty-five pounds. Um, I feel like that was a good guess. It's 46.8 pounds. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, that's really big. I wonder what that cat's It's like a medium-sized dog. I don't know. Couldn't have lived that long. I don't know. Probably right? not. I didn't look... That must have been like... I a, didn't look up that side of information. I would imagine that's a breed of cat that is a bigger cat to begin with, right? And then maybe it was just like an obese... Yeah, it was cat. probably just overfed, Yeah, I would think. Um, so these next ones, they're not like... They're just weird. Mm. Kind of like just why, why was this a thing, you know? <laughs> um, so the first one is the longest handshake and that's held by jack and i don't know their last names but jack and Lindsay, and they shook hands for 10 hours and they did it for like they did it during like a unity of peace thing so without further ado robert and i are going to try to break that record (laughs) 10 hours um Okay, and my wrist is popping. I know. Does it usually do that? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound healthy. Maybe it was good we did that so you could like get that checked out. <laughs> um, 
Okay, shortest living woman is she's twenty four point seven inches. I've seen photos of her. Yeah, she's and she has a really high pitched like yeah, little voice. Yeah, she's mm. yeah she's adorable. Um, I don't know if that would like annoy her like if people say that all the time, but she is. Um, and Aww, then the look sh- at you. Yeah, that would be so annoying. I'm sorry if you listen to this. Um, the shortest living man is twenty two point two inches. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Um, so. Okay, the longest time anyone has spent in direct full body contact with snow. <laughs> and I thought that was like, who would do that? But it's 46 minutes. And I thought that was like insane because I've been barefoot on snow and it like feels like needles. At what point do you lose a limb? I don't know. Yeah, like, seriously. But I thought it was funny because the picture is like this guy like chilling in like snow and he's drinking a beer. Like a I was like, that guy's, that guy's cool. Um, okay, the longest fingernails is 10 feet and two inches she's on this girl um her name is chris the duchess walton and she's like on every world record list for like weird world records and it just looks i've seen photos i don't know if it's her but they were like super curly long like they started swirling and spiraling and stuff and it was really disgusting Hmm. yeah that's the picture yeah yeah i don't like it um and then the last one the the longest kiss is 50 hours and 25 minutes and one second. That must have been like a... There's... I feel like I was just thinking, my initial thought was that must have been like a really slobbery wet kiss. Like just got, kind of dry. Got dry. But then I was... Yeah. Then I was going to say, then it got awkwardly dry. Yeah. The and, picture that I saw was actually pretty funny. The guy like still has his eyes closed. And then the girl, she's just like, her eyes are open and she just looks so bored. And I thought it was really... I don't know. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> but they did this like rally. I forget where it was. It was somewhere in Asia. But they like a bunch of people... We're just, like, trying to break the world record for longest kiss. So a bunch of people were just standing around, like, mm-hmm. locking lips. And and you're not allowed to, like, tie your heads together I've with no, like a band or I don't, anything? Like, I, I didn't see that in the picture, so I don't think so. Mm. But there you go. That's Brewery Talk. Wow. World Records. I thought it was interesting. That was interesting. I thought those were yeah. fun. Good topic, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. That was good. There's um, some really, really, some really weird ones in there. I think, too, like, I mean, I mean this beer, like, this is... Uh, like that just kind of that doesn't really go with world records. No, but it's the only <laughs> beer that we're gonna have of Nutty Beerista, probably, probably, unless probably. they bring it back. Yeah, it's possible. We'll bring it back. I just thought, like, I was thinking of that, and I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, it's really, really good beer. And I would, I'll say too, like, if you like stouts, but you're not like you don't want something heavy, mm-hmm. this is such a good like beer for that like it it's is. an easy drinking stout but still has the the texture the flavors and like the mouthfeel of like a heavy stout a yeah. heavier stout yeah 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 i 100% agree I, we have a friend who does not like stouts and he started with um he started realizing that he can <laughs> he can drink stouts and be okay and like kind of enjoy them with like some of these the style of milk like milk stouts mm-hmm. is what it was um, and he realized that it was just kind of a, a gateway to stouts for him. That's cool. Um, yeah, which is awesome because I love stouts and I want him to drink stouts. With yeah, that. seriously. Um, <clears throat> this one, I feel like it's starting, as it's like opened up a little bit, it's gotten a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm getting a, a whole lot of vanilla, though, but it definitely it seemingly sweeter to me. The I feel like the, the hazelnut is a little not as... Not as present. Not as present. Definitely still get the coffee in there. Um, it is sweeter, but... Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That might be like the, the lactose in it, Yeah, you know, but, um, it's really, gosh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed this one for sure. I'm almost done with it. Yeah, you are. (laughs) And you were the one talking. I know. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Ben is really enjoying this one. I am. 
Um, yeah, but once again, this is, just to clarify, this is Nutty Burista from yep. Burning Barrel. They're in Rancho, Rancho Cordova, California, not too far from where we are. Um, fairly new brewery, not even a year old yet. Um, definitely worth a visit, though. Um, like we mentioned, they... I mean, obviously they brew good beer, but they're always rotating and creating and new stuff. Really cool. So you're always able to explore when you go there, mm-hmm. which is nice. And then they make quality beer. So yeah, you know, you're going to get something good. Yeah. You know, even though it's all new stuff mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, we're going to keep on drinking this one. Um, we hope you have a great rest of your day. Yes. Um, and follow us, subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so subscribe on YouTube. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast. We're on all major channels at original brew collective. Follow us on social media, um, Instagram and Facebook, at Original Brew Collective. And I should remember this, I don't. Twitter. Twitter is at Brew Original. At Brew Original. And we post content on each one. Yeah, each one. We post post content. So feel free to like us, subscribe, um, follow, comment, um, whatever whatever you want to do. Yes. Do it. Definitely. Yeah. So, cheers. Cheers.